Hello, you're listening to Confessions of a 20-something father podcast. It's an independent parenting podcast that doesn't necessarily have to teach you how to raise your kids. Probably some advice you shouldn't listen to, but it's pretty funny for the rest of you. You can vote for us on the British Podcasting Awards by going to britishpodcastawards.com forward slash vote. It's under the Listener's Choice Award. We know we're probably never going to win it, but we may as well try and get some votes in and you never know what could happen. We've recorded in front of a live audience of one baby and one dog. We hope you enjoy listening to the upcoming episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of Confession of the 27th Father. This is episode 13, uh, part 3 of Scotland, uh, part 3 of 4, so we're nearly there, nearly at the end of the Scotland <laughs> shite. <laughs> You're probably bored of me talking about. Um, this one is about the final day, purely just about the final day, when we took a trip up through the Highlands uh, to a sleepy little town called Oban. Now, I use sleepy... The story that I've got from it is the story I literally when I've had when when this thing happened, it was like brilliant. I'm gonna that's gonna be on the podcast, and I just couldn't believe it. I told like a few people, and they was like, they've been to home, and they was like, what the fuck? <laughs> it was literally, I couldn't believe it. Um, so we went to so on our final day, my uh, uncle was off work. We we took a trip uh, to Balach, uh, which is near my uncle's house, because we wanted to take Collie to see the fishes. Um, myself and Darren, um, the, uh, we want and want to go to Oban for a reason, um, for some a good scran. Um, so we went to Balach, and I didn't, me and Darren didn't go, didn't go into the aquarium because to go into the aquarium would have cost an extra twenty five quid for us, doubling the price just for me and Darren. So we were like, "Fuck that! It's the end of the month. We'll go for a walk around uh, a, a little bit of Loch Lomond. You can't walk all, right, all the way around it. It's about twenty four miles long, and we were driving up half of it. Um, well, driving up all of it." to get to Oban. Um, so we went for a little walk around it and they went into the aquarium, they did their bits and you know, and they had they had fun in there. I was getting picture updates of Connie, she liked seeing the fishes. Don't think she knew what was going on really. Um, but she had quite a good time. She's in the corner in a bouncer at the moment, so if I can get through recording this while she's in there, that would be fucking brilliant. Um, so we did that, so I drove down today, we had a seven seat at the time, so we all jumped in my car because it was only Jacob with us as well as uh, Dina and Tara. Dina and Tara, <laughs> Darren and Tina, Dina and Tara, Dar- Dina, Darren, Tiran. That could be their little uh, couple's nickname. Um, so yeah, we went to Balak, and then we decided we we're going to go to Oban for lunch. And now it's about a two-hour drive. About a two-hour drive, so it was a long way. And the reason for it was because, and I quote, the best fish and chips Rick Stein has ever had at this place. So we had to go and see how good these fish and chips were. So we went up to. Uh, we drove up to Oban and drove up through the Highlands and it's beautiful, absolutely beautiful. So you drive up, you go past Ben Lomond, which is the official start of the Highlands, so you're not completely up on him. Um, the, it was, it's a long drive, got through some windy roads, it was making everyone in the car feel car sick and myself. Um, really narrow, it's not for the faint-hearted, some parts of it. Uh, but driving up in it, beautiful, beautiful drive. Um, we stopped at the mo- world's most expensive petrol garage um, there. <laughs> it literally uh, on the way up. It was literally like it was like two quid for a bottle of Iron Brew. Like two quid in Scotland for a bottle of Iron Brew is unheard of. Uh, I've never had to pay that much for Iron Brew before. But when you want a drink, you got to get it. Um, and we've got some like snacks and stuff uh, to carry on driving. Uh, just by Lot Lomond, there's a hydroelectric dam, uh, and me being a male and just being into like 
engineer and shit like that. That's quite cool. I, I really enjoy it. I really like looking at that um, as we drove past it. Um, and then you go past a place called Loch Hall or, or Loch Hall if you go fishing because you catch a fuck all there. Um, you get, you've got all the salmon trawlers and stuff on that. Actually, good story, but i seen a, a guide when we were driving past it, but um, a trade manager I used to work with, he was staying up on Loch Hall for a nice relaxing break and it turns out uh, people were playing war games, mainly the Dutch, I think, and ourselves were like doing war testing things and playing war games up there. So that, that was interesting for him. For, uh, unlucky for us, was there anything that exciting going up there on that as we drove past it. And then we drove past and we saw some hairy highland coos. Um, so the hairy highland cows, beautiful little things, uh, really hairy cows basically. And Joe was so excited to see one. I remember finding out what they were um, when I used to work at Waitrose and we had one on the counter. And I was like, you can't sell that. And we had like bits of highland cow on the meat counter. And I was working on the meat counter. She said, you can't have that, you can't have that. you got to show me a picture. And I was like, oh, and I had to cut some up for someone. Nice steak, but... Yeah, it's quite sad. <laughs> Don't want to be. I'm not that sad about it. Um, so we went up, and, and literally, if you could play one bit of music, what you saw, and it'd been the Jurassic Park music, like do do. Let's see what you like. Oh my god, it's a hairy island cow. It's just a cow with hair, Joe. It's just a cow, fucking hair. It's not that special. They are cute and cuddly, but it is just a cow with hair. Um, and you get past another place that's famous got a nice bridge i don't know <laughs> what that's all about um and then you get into oban now as you drive into oban it's a it's on a bit of a hill um as you get there um and as we're coming in there's a little bit there's like an exit thing and this motorbike just goes vroom, right in fucking front of us and i'm like what the fuck are you doing you wanker like everyone's like shit so i carried on going anyway and I went across and there's like it's like a sort of nearly double lane bit and then i'm just faced with this police car um, with sirens on, I'm trying to get out of the way, and he just look at, he just stops and look at me, and he's like, what are you doing, mate? What are you doing? Hey, what are you doing? I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, I'm, what the fuck am I supposed to do? You're on the wrong side of the fucking road. That bike was in a police chase, so I just thought he was a general wanker. No, there was a police chase for over, and there's all cars going up around the side of us, we're trying to get out of the way of it, and it was just this copper's face was just like, excuse me, what the fuck do you think you're doing? He had no sirens on himself, no way to notify himself he was there before I literally in front of him. He's like, yeah, there, like hey, well, excuse me, mate, what the fuck are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? You're on the right side of the road. What the fuck are you doing? He's driving on the wrong side up here. You go fucking mental and drive on the wrong side. Um, yeah, so that was very interesting. I would still like to know what it was about, to be fair, because a police chaser in the middle of Oban, you see it in Glasgow, that type of thing you'd see in Glasgow and be like, fucking hell, well, fucking be amazed by it. See it in Oban, you're like, mind blown. Like, it is, as I say, a sleepy, sleepy little town. Nothing really going on in it. I think that we saw about 10 people there all day. And there was a police chase going on through it. And we're Googling, trying to find out what it was. We still Google now and we can't ever find out. So if anyone lives in Oban or knows anyone from Oban, or, or you're the biker, if you're the biker, come on the podcast. That'd be fun. As long as you no, don't incriminate yourself. Um, that'd be fun. Just to see what it's about. Because generally, I thought I was going to... If we were a second earlier, I'd have fucking hit you. And it'd been devastating uh, for everyone involved. I'd have stopped the police chase. But you might have come through a windscreen with your bike and done some damage to us, which would have been shit. So you're a bit of a wanker. But come on the podcast. Um, or if you're the copper, could you come on the podcast and explain to me why <laughs> why I was in the wrong? <laughs> I don't know, if you had sirens on, I, I literally didn't know you were there. So sorry if you ever do hear this. Um, but yeah, so we so we got to open, and that was the most amazing thing. 
seeing a police chase through the middle of Oban. Um, so then we went and parked up and went to this fish and chip restaurant. And there's a, there's the photo of Rick Stein with his quote, the best fish and chips I've ever had. So I'm thinking, I've driven two fucking hours for this. If these are not the best fish and chips you've ha- you've ever had or I've ever had now, I'm going to come and find Rick Stein and right, find you Rick Stein and kick you in the fucking balls because that would have been a massive waste of time. Uh, we sat down in there with the only few in there. Um, Connie's hungry by this point. She's like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> running theme of <laughs> she's laughing at me now. Running theme of of our holiday with Connie. Uh, just running theme of having a baby in general, isn't it? Um, so we went down, fed her, and fed and we we fed her some fishy and some chips. She was more keen on the on the on the fish. Uh, the were the chips, and we fed fed her before. Like we'd, uh, Steph had uh, cheese chips and gravy, and she loved the gravy and the cheese mixed together so she's had some of that a couple of days before she wasn't, she wasn't overly keen on chips we were giving it giving it to her about the salt and vinegar on it and that's the only thing that makes chips or fries if you're american good on it um but we had the fish that come out fucking massive um and i ate it all um and it was bloody lovely it was yeah fucking lovely uh, i mean mushy peas with the biggest jar of mushy peas to share between us and homemade tartar sauce oh it was brilliant and it was the best fish and chips i've ever had and we're, I, I, now I don't want to eat fish and chips down here anymore because I'm, like, I'm never, never going to get it as good as that. Like I'll, I'll go, I'll maybe go somewhere else and find some other good fish and chips. And I'll only eat fish and chips by the sea anyway. After once when I went to the seaside, net fish and chips, and it was fucking lovely. Um, I did get put off fish and chips when I was younger for a while. Actually, I went there with school. Uh, went to like do a high ropes thing, then at fish and chips after. Um, uh, lovely fish and chips, yeah, yeah, and yummy, yummy, yummy. Um, really good. That was alright fish and chips and devices. And um, got back and puked them up everywhere and was violently sick for a few days. So I don't know whether that was the fish or whether I just was feeling ill. And I don't feel right that day. So, but because it was the fish and chips coming back up, I put off the fish side of it for fucking about years. I think I didn't eat fish for about five years. Really really scared of it I like, didn't fancy it just after seeing that it doesn't make you fancy it probably won't make you fancy it anymore anyway but yeah that was uh, fucking lovely so then we went down to uh, I just can't go over how good those fish and chips were they were fucking banging um, and they did deep fried haggis as well and I found out I'm sort of alright I like haggis because in Scotland they do chick- I'm sure some of you will know chicken pakora and in Scotland they love it up there but they also do a haggis pakora thing and oh my god it's so good so so good and that was the first time I'd had haggis and a pakora thing so I was like tempted or do I go for the deep fried haggis but then if I don't like haggis I was like, the Cora thing and uh, literally everything deep fried in Scotland as I said before you can get everything fucking deep fried haggis their national dish it's more of like something you'd have with like the tatties and gravy and stuff you can get it deep fat fried I don't think they're they're opposed to deep fat fried and everything I'm worried what they whether or not they'll probably have deep fried fat, fat fried phones one day um <laughs> so we, then we tundered on down had a little walk around open went down to a sweet shop got some sweets it's like an American e-sweet shop um, but they had some like good English sweets because American sweets. I'm sorry, for me, I don't. They had some flavors of like Fanta and stuff pretty cool. I love Mountain Dew. Um, didn't have any of that, disappointingly. But some American sweets like Hershey's is awful. Like give me Cadbury's every day of the week. I'm sorry, Americans. Hershey's and some of your sweets aren't so good. Some of them are really good, but yeah. And grape Fanta. Well, why? The blueberry Fanta nice. Yeah, the blueberry one's nice, but grape Fanta. Nah, it's not. It shouldn't be a thing. It's awful, horrible, horrible, horrible thing. Um, and then we went for a really nice walk around Oban. Um, we stopped my wee cousin Jacob. Keep running, like ran to the side, and I thought he was gonna go into the drink. I was just like, no, 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 oh, and puts the fear into me like that sort of thing. I couldn't even go into the edge of it. I fucking shit scared, and I had to keep calling Jerba when she had Connie around like the buggy. I was like, no, 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 I can't do that. That's not how it's doing. I can't deal deal with that. Um, so yeah, and then but then we saw a ship. A ferry leaving. The ferry's called the Isle of Mull. And I'm like, fuck, I've actually been on that. 
And the story of that is my uncle works for Caledonian McBrain Ferries, Calmac uh, for short. Um, and he worked, used to work on that ship. And we went up there one day when I was younger and we got a tour around the ship. So we got to go on the bridge, which is where they drive the ship from. So like the cockpit on a plane. So the bridge, like with all the captain and stuff. And we got to go there as so we set off from the harbour. That was really cool. Um, and it, like you, like when you're on the rest of the trip, you sort of feel it. When you're up there, you really feel it. I remember pushing, getting pushed up against the glass. We went like for a tour around the ship, and then we for lunch we got to go and eat in like this restaurant that's only open like Friday and Saturday nights. I just remember everyone watching us go through and like sitting in there, and we had iron brewing champagne glasses. We were just eating chicken nuggets and chips. Like the chefs would cook us, cooked us that because they're legends. And there's people looking at it like. Hey, what the fuck are you doing in there? Hey, what the fuck are you doing? What the fuck are you doing in there? I'm like, haha, we're in here. And they thought, I generally thought, it felt like being a celebrity for the first time and the only time in my life. Um, felt like being a little bit of a celebrity. So I'm drinking a coffee because I'm halfway, I've literally just recorded episode, I've, this is my third episode I've called, recorded today and back to, this is near enough back to back with uh, episode 12, yeah, 12, part two of this. So I'm drinking a little bit of a coffee. And I've got another about 45 minute gap before Connie needs um, another bottle. Um, so, yeah, I've just changed the bum. So, got a little bit of a gap to record this once. I don't know if I get all four done like I was planning to today. But as I said, I'm a really productive day today, as you'll recall from other episodes. Um, but yeah, I felt like being a little bit of a celebrity that, that day. And they're all just watching us in there. And they're all in there, their peasant seats. And we get a seat in there. It was brilliant. And then went a thing. It goes to Toblamori, which is where Balamori was filmed. We never got to go on that. But I can remember I got um, the Tweenies were on his ship once. And so they got, um, they signed us. I got signed like Tweenies CD from Milo and all that. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Milo, Jake, Bella. I can't remember the other one's name. Um, he's had like the cast of Alamori on there before, sent a sign stuff for that. So that's really cool. But seeing that brought back a lot of memories. And I was like, I put a photo on Facebook. Ah, look at what ship it is. Look what ship it is. And it was the ship that we'd been on. Um, so that's that's the coolest story I could ever say about a ship. And then this little one came over, and they, the the skipper and the the crew were talking to my wee cousin Jacob because he was asking them all sorts of questions. Like, ah, can you swim? And he's like, no. That's why I got um this life jacket on. And he's like, oh, you stay away. Um, and then just went for a general walk around Oban. Then saw saw the police car that had stopped in front of us earlier and he had the biker's helmet in his car so the biker had either been decapitated and he had his head in that helmet in the car or they'd caught him um then ask him though i wanted to know what was going on but he, he looked at me he looked i think he must have recognized me he looked at me he's like ah you're the prick that was driving on the right side of the road <laughs> you're like doing what you should driving on the right side of the road like yeah um but then yeah, we walked right over and the fresh air up there like so fr- such fresh air Oh, so tired we're like you already start feeling tired as you're walking around it uh, but we got back in the car and decided uh, we went off to back off to, uh, down to Dumbarton and and had drove back the same route and it's still as lovely on the way back um stopped at the really expensive service station again I just needed a coffee we just needed to stop there for a, a, a piece stop uh, and went back down and started sun setting over the highlands and sort of and we had to p- take a picture of a hairy highland cow for joe so she had one as a keepsake so she say she'd seen one but we stopped and she wouldn't her, she wouldn't get out Tina wouldn't get out because he had to go across the road so I was like fuck it I'll go and do it I wasn't really that bothered about it but I got a really good photo of him and I was like ah, I called him um, Gertrude <laughs> it's, not, it's not him if it's a cow it'd be a bull wouldn't it um, but yeah I really went back down through Loch Hall through Loch Lomans and uh, back it was really nice saw the hydroelectric dam again so I'm like, oh the hydroelectric dam <laughs> really excited about seeing that um, and that brought to the day to our last uh, close to our last day in Scotland but it doesn't quite end there. <laughs> so we got a little bit hungry. 
So we, again, so we went to the takeaway and we hadn't had cheesy chips and korma sauce the whole time we were up there. So we went to go get, we went and got 10 chicken pakoras and a cheesy chips and korma sauce. And oh boy, was it good. And the takeaways in Scotland, they do so much different stuff to what they do down here. Like you, you cannot get cheesy chips and korma sauce down here in any takeaway. But in that, that takeaway, everywhere does it. Every kebab shop does it. Um, do their own curries, do their own pakora. Do pakora, we can't get that anywhere hardly. Even in Indians, sometimes you can't get it. Uh, but they do their own pakora sauce, and just all the takeaways are so much better. Like we got a desserts place down here called Caspers. They got one up there called Big Licks, and Big Licks pisses all over Caspers. Like it's so good. Um, we got lost going to it, and they like, take this exit, and it wasn't. But he had said it on his phone, so he's looking. He missed the exit. And we had to go all the way around Glasgow through the Clyde Tunnel. So that was an exciting experience. I'd never been through it before, and I got to go through it. It's just a really long fucking tunnel underneath Glasgow. Uh, but it took us like two hours to get there, and it should have taken us like for half hour and a half hour back it should take us like an uh, hour or so to get there and back but it took us ages and like waffles and stuff that was a different night that wasn't the same night so we got complete fat pigs um, but yeah I we went to the, and got cheesy chips and corn sauce and didn't want it but I did it just it was so wrong but it was so good um, and, and we had all that and then that pretty much brought to the end our holiday in Scotland um, I went and had the best sleep ever that night and then the next day we went and travelled home, left like 12 o'clock and got all our square sausage and black pudding. We couldn't get any fruit pudding to take home, but my grand's now been, who was up in Scotland a week after us, has now come and brought some down. She lives in France. Um, and that was the end of a really, really good holiday. And um, it was sort of a back to reality because there was some shit, shitty time. <laughs> you can see it here, Connie going on now. Um, it's a really shitty time going on. It was a nice distraction and got back and it was sort of the day we were out. So after, I was just like, oh, fuck, back to reality. And it was yeah a bit shitty um but it was a really really good holiday um and there is more i got to detail about it part four is going to be sort of why i like scotland so much and what's so good about it and what holiday meant to us and other things about it so i'm going to leave it there for this one a little bit of a shorter one than the rest um but part four um, i'll give you the detail of what part four is going to be called because you're like well you've You've gone through all your holiday. How can you get to the rest of it? Oh, the fuck? Oh, how was there more? Um, part four is called, oh, Where have I got to leave? Or Don't Take Me Home, as I'm actually going to call it now. Um, so it's going to be a bit like going home, wishing to say why I want to live in Scotland and why I possibly think it's one of the best countries in the world. So I'll see you soon for part four, episode 14. Thank you for listening to Confessions of a 20-something Father podcast. We're independently run, but don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Confessions of a 20-something Father podcast, Instagram under the same name, and find us on Facebook and like our page. If you really do like us, you can also vote for us at the British Podcasting Awards. Please go to British Podcasting Awards forward slash vote. And we're under the Listener's Choice Awards. Each vote is very much appreciated, because we never know what could happen, but we're never probably going to beat Peter Crouch. Hashtag, it's pizza.